Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Klubova, and today's guest is someone who I have been sneaking up on on social media for a couple of years already, so I'm so excited to have her today here, Stephanie Bellinger. It's incredible. So what I love the most about her is she truly walks her talk. When you look at her life, when you look at her social media, she is perfectly in alignment with her teaching and she is truly living that abundant life. So before we will go there, Stephanie, welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So before we go into, you know, all these good things of abundance and energy and all of the goodies, what I would love to do, and I know it's like a beginning of the day for both of us, but if you're open to it, what I would love to do is to take you just for a moment to your favorite place. Mm. So if you're open to it, I would love for you to gently close your eyes. Okay. Taking slow, deep breaths in. And as you're breathing in and out, the time around you, it's slowing down. There's nothing else to do. There's nowhere else to be. And I would love for you to start relaxing your body, relaxing your mind, relaxing your face. You're feeling your shoulders dropping back. And imagine it's a beautiful sunny morning it just rained yesterday night, so the air, it's so fresh. And you are on your morning walk in a beautiful Guatemala. You're breathing in and out, and you're feeling so relaxed and so thankful to be here. And as you're walking through this beautiful nature path, you hear the birds singing. You are touching the luscious flowers around you. And as you're walking, you see a small group of lilacets running around and playing in the mud and picking up the beautiful, colorful flowers. And one of the lily girls, she runs to you and she brings you a big flower. She looks at you, she gives it to you. You put it behind your ear and she asks, 
Who are you? What is the one thing you would love this little girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. Mm. <laughs> That's a deep question. I would tell her my name and say that I hope she's having an amazing day and knows how magical she is. Mm. It's beautiful. You know, imagine that someone would have tell us that we truly are magical. You know how differently our life will unfold if we could like truly believe and tap into that magic. Wouldn't it be so different for so many of us? Yeah. I wonder, Stephanie, when was the time in your life that you step into that magic and the possibilities? Well, I've always it's I, I I've always like believed in magic and I've believed in something more than what we're all told from a very young age, um, I didn't always trust it because I was brought up in a way that didn't encourage the exploration of spirituality in the way that I explore it. Um, but I've always had this sense of wonder and curiosity and there's this spark of like, there's something more out there. Mm -hmm. um, but I really started tapping into it. I would say, um, as a teenager, when I started my spiritual growth journey, I started meditating and getting into angels and spirit guides and crystals and, you know, all the things. And that's when I started seeing signs and synchronicities and having like really uh, incredible experiences and meditations. And I still kind of didn't feel like I still had some doubts around it. Um, ironically, like I knew my experiences and I documented them. I've been journaling for over 15 years now and um, I documented them and I have them in my journal and I, and I, ref I go back to them sometimes, but there was still like this piece of, did that really happen in my meditation? You know, was this really, but it was undeniable. Um, it eventually became undeniable when I started seeing 11-11 everywhere, like 50,000 times a day, practically on everything you can imagine outside of clocks. And uh, it was just wild. But then fast forward um, about six years ago, I started really understanding magic um, when I began working with sacred plant medicine. Hmm. And then I reconnected all the dots and, and, um, for those who are unfamiliar with plant medicine, and I'm referring to psychedelics for used for expanding your consciousness, essentially. Yes, I love that. And I love that you're being so real about it, you know, like, yeah, I had all the proof and everything, right? Because you were journaling, you were documenting it. It's like, yes, it happened. I remember when I did my first quantum hypnosis, right? I was like, so there and I had so many visions and it so resonated deeply in my heart and in my body, even when I got out of it. And then, you know, like, 
few minutes later, a couple hours later, I was like, did it really happen? Like, am I, did I just make it up? Like I was just lying there. Did I just <laughs> make it up? And it's so fascinating. Why do you think that these doubts and fears keep coming up to us? Because I feel like when we believe and when we just surrender, it's so much easier, isn't it? Why it's are so we like easier. resisting? Oh, well, a lot of that comes from just belief systems. Like, you know, um, for me, I was brought up Catholic and, you know, I was told that that was evil to get into all meditation and spirit guides and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I've had, I, I, I had a lot of really low self-esteem growing up. So these doubts and fears, they come from our living experiences growing up, our parents, teachers, and whatever, and we make meanings for things and based on our interpretation at the time. And so before age eight, like we're literally like a walking sponge. We're literally like in hypnosis state the whole time and we're taking everything in everything is just going in and we're making meanings for it. And that's where our belief systems are formed. And as we get older, we still are running on these belief systems. If you're not, if you don't shift them. Um, but the first step is awareness. So it really, um, those doubts and the fears, they come from that. And also I think that, um, it's part of <laughs> it. I, I like to see it as part of the journey of remembering who you are. And, you know, we come here and we have amnesia and we forget as humans. And, you know, this journey of awakening to remembering that you are the God or goddess of your life is really, really powerful. And in order to remember, we forget and we go through these lessons and this journey and we have this contrast of the lies or the, the old belief systems that aren't supporting us and our truth, our soul, who's been guiding us this whole time. Mm, that is beautiful. And, and I love seeing it as a journey of remembrance too, right? So I know that you mentioned that what really helped you in your journey was like meditation and tapping into angels and spirituality, but also plant medicine. Mm -hmm. What are some shifts if someone is listening to us right now and they're like, oh, good for you, Stephanie. Like right now, you know, what do I do? I'm so overwhelmed with everything that is going on in my life. What are some of the shifts? What are some of the things that people can start doing no matter where they're on their journey? If they do have that feeling like there must be more in life and I saw glimpses, but I don't know how to really grasp it. Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing I would do the first thing I did do <laughs> was um, I, I started meditating so that I can quiet my mind and actually hear the voice of my soul, spirit team, whatever. So I would meditate every single day for at least 20 minutes a day. And I still meditate. It's, I have different practices and stuff like that now. Um, but I used to get up every single morning and do it in the morning and just put my meditation music on and allow myself to just breathe and go on a little journey. And that actually helped me. Um, and I was in a, an abusive relationship at that time from the age of 14 to 20. So I was literally in rock bottom living hell. It was the worst experience of my life. And so it's for, I felt really overwhelmed and I felt really stuck. Like there was no hope. I didn't even want to live anymore. And meditation and working out and fueling my body with healthier foods and moving, it completely saved my life. It didn't just change my life. It saved my life. And so, you know, uh, taking the time to 
be with yourself and also taking care of your body. So taking care of your mind, body, and soul through the meditation, moving your body and fueling your body with nourishment and nutrients and that self-care, that self-love practice is going to help you hear the voice of your soul more clearly instead of the voice of the lies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like having the little angel and devil on your shoulder. <laughs> one of them's like telling you all these lies and bullshit stories. And the other one's like, you got this, you can do this. There's so much, you know, more to life. And so when you um, quiet down your mind and also, you know, allow your body to move energy, it helps you tap into the voice of your truth of, you know, your limitless nature. And, you know, I know these little things can sound so simple and they actually are, but also they're not, (laughs) you know, you had to develop a habit for me. When I started getting into it, I was not into it before that at all. I wasn't, I ate shitty food. I never meditated. I, I never wanted to work out. I used to like write notes to my gym teacher in high school that were from my mom to get out of gym class. So I never did any of that stuff, but what inspired me was the strong knowing that there was so much more out there for me and the strong desire to get out of the living hell that I was in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I, and I wanted to follow my dreams and that desire was so much stronger than any overwhelm or fear or doubt. And it set me on the path. And so I would invite you to really connect to what it is that you want so that you can move towards what you want um, versus away from feeling shitty, but focus on what, what you want and let that excite you and light you up and inspire you instead of feeling like, oh, it's not here yet. Why don't I have it? What's wrong with me? That's fueling a completely different paradigm. When you think of your desires and what you want to be, do and have in life, let it excite you and inspire you and, and help you tap into that feeling, that state of being, that vibration. And by tapping into that, it will help you take the right actions or make the right, um, the, the adjustments in your life that benefit that. Like for me, I was so connected to it, to being on the other side of that relationship, to being free, to following my dreams, moving to New York city at that time that, that fueled me so much that I started getting up at freaking four forty in the morning at that time before my job at that time to work out. I started, you know, learning how to make different meals. I started, I was meditating all the things. I was so consistent with it. That's also where my consistency was born that I saw very quick results. Um, and things completely shifted. I mean, that wasn't the end of my journey. I mean, I'm still on the journey, but like that was a huge, huge shift and Mm. pivotal point in my life. Mm, I love that so much because like you said, those things seem easy, right? They are simple, but they're not so easy because you get to have a consistency, right? It's not like you go to the gym once and you will have a six pack or you meditate once and you're awakened, right? Yeah. So it's really what I'm hearing is that there gets to be a strong desire and consistency and let that drive you. Yeah. Stephanie, I know that, you know, sometimes when there is a lot of overwhelm, let's say um, I have clients who just like, 
like lost their jobs because of COVID. Um, they're at home, stay at home, single moms, and they are feeling overwhelmed with so much doing, right? And, and looking and being in that survivor. Mm-hmm. How do you create that time? And I know that you said like, hey, I woke up early because it was important to yeah. me. But what if you are really feeling physically and mentally exhausted? What do you yeah. do then? Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 challenging to do a lot of things when you're in survival mode and you are, you know, we kind of have to have our, our basic needs met, you know, roof over your head, paying the bills, you're eating, you're feeding your, your family, you know. Um, it's uh, really, really important to... Um, be able to give yourself some kind of space and time to just be and to remind yourself that this is not the end, the final destination. You know, you know that you're going to turn things around. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, and it might not be tomorrow, but it already is done. And so, um, but having some kind of mindfulness practice will help with any stress or anxiety that's going on. Um, something else I think that would really help um, in the form of like mindfulness practices would also be EFT tapping, mm-hmm. which stands for emotional freedom technique. I think that's really helpful. That was really powerful for me when I was going through um, a time of great healing and uh, shifting in my employment and things like that. EFT really helped me um, balance out my energy. And what that is for those of you listening is basically you tap on different meridian points around your face while you bring awareness to an undesirable feeling first, where like, like uh, even though I'm, I feel like I'm not good enough I choose to love, honor, and accept myself anyway. And you keep tapping around these meridian points. And by doing that, while you're bringing awareness to the, the, the limiting belief or the undesirable feeling, you actually are able to create a balance in your energy and in the way that you feel and in how you even perceive the situation. You may even get some little possibility nuggets floating in there as you tap around. So I think that's a really powerful tool. Um, and ultimately like have some, have the, have grit and determination, you know, like there are, there were phases when I was going through a phase, when I lost my, I didn't lose my job. I went, I was self-employed with my personal training business, um, like seven years ago or something like that. And I ended up, uh, clients moved and this, that, and the other, I was living in New York city. I was spending a lot of money and renting all these, like a studio to train people at and all this stuff. I ended up like draining my bank account pretty much and, um, not having as many clients and having to get a job again and like living literally like month to month with my money, um, from doing really well. And it was like, I was up here and like a year and a half later, I plummeted because I was letting the fears and the doubts and all this, the shit come up and I gave my power away to it. So, um, in that time when I was having to build things back up, I felt like a complete failure. And I felt like, well, how did I end up back here struggling to get by all this stuff? And now I need to build myself back up and I don't know what it exactly I'm going to do. And within two years, I had built my spiritual boss babe brand, 
and which is now a multiple six figure business. And I, and I knew that it was possible. I still had doubts that come up along the way. And I still have shit that comes up along the way when I go to a new level. But what was, um, what I noticed was, um, when I had to get a job again, after the personal training thing, I got two jobs. I moved across the country. I was like pissed, (laughs) but even though I was like upset about that and felt like I was in the struggle bus for a hot minute, I was so connected again to the outcome. It's already done. Like I knew it was already done. And I had to really remind myself of that because there were times when I would be at work and I'd be like, I really don't want to freaking be here bartending or teaching, getting up early, doing these fitness classes. Um, you know, I had to just remind myself there's, this isn't my final destination. This is just a pit stop. There's lessons I'm learning, um, throughout this. I'm always taken care of. Everything has been working out for me in my life and I'm learning how to create my epic ultimate dream life. And this is a pivotal part of my journey that I'm going to be able to tell about later on in life. So Mm -hmm. that was helpful. That was kind of a long answer. No, it's, it's absolutely, it is. And thank you so much for taking us to the journey because, you know, it's so easy to look at people where they are right now, right? Like, oh, of course it's easy for her. She's successful. She knows she's connected with their spirituality, all of these things. But when we can share where we were and what did we do back then, I think that's what really fills in the gap for people to know what is that I can do now, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're not there yet. We're not here, right? It's like, what do I do with the gap? Good for you, right, Stephanie? You have multiple six figures business. Like, good for you. What do I do right now, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's very important to share the journey and say, what did we do even though we knew this is not the end. And that's something that we really get to remind ourselves when we are going through the phases in our lives. This is not it. This is just the part that I need. I needed to learn and to really like grow on my journey because I truly believe that everything we have done and received and had on our journey help us to be where we are today. Every single part of it to be consistent, to be reliable, to be determined, to know how to work with people people, to be a great communicator, all of these things we learned in these little jobs that we didn't really want to be, but now like how thankful we are, right? Like when we can see the contrast, I love that so much. Mm. So how do you stay in this abundance, right? Like how do you stay in this abundance vibe? Because you said that, um, and we, I think that we all have this sometimes that we, anytime you're reaching to the new level, there is new fears, new doubts, like, oh, I thought I already work on this. Like how many layers this thing has, right? Mm. So how do you stay in that abundance? Like how do you stay in the trust? Well, it is like a... Um... It it can be a dance at times, Um, but as you practice it, it kind of starts becoming like a new normal or a new default. Not saying that you'll never have doubts, (laughs) you know, it's just easier to navigate back to that trust. Um, I would say for me, what was really helpful was understanding that I am not my thoughts. I am not my stories. I am not, I'm not the, I should say. So in other words, you are not your thoughts. You're not your stories. You are not your circumstances. You are the observer of it. You are the being who's experiencing it. 
And so when I really let that sink in, it, I, I was able to literally like regain control of what was going on in my mind. And I would find my mind going to, oh, I'm, um, you know, I'm nervous. I got a taxes are coming up or this or that, or what if I, you know, don't have a good month this month. This was, you know, several, a few years ago. And I, that was like, that was my default for a while. And when I really let that, that, that sink in of, you know, I'm not my thoughts. I'm not the stories. I'm not the circumstances, whatever. I'm, I am the being who is thinking the thoughts and experiencing this stuff. And I can actually choose where I put my focus. And so when I really took responsibility for that, like I would I, I was listening to um, abundance hypnosis. I have an abundance hypnosis, a free hypnosis for people. If you know, I can share that at the end, but I would listen to like a hypnosis abundance things. I would like every morning um, I would correct my thoughts. Like when I found myself going to um, a disempowering thing, even if it was real, like, even if it was like, Oh my, my, uh, I got all these bills coming. And like, even though if it was real, if I found myself focusing on that or going into that and, and feeling like crappy, I would literally bring myself back to the present moment and, and say, okay, like I can either choose to worry about that or choose to accept that and fuel my desires to actually bring more abundance in. So that won't even freaking matter. So it was like, like, and having gratitude for what that supported me with anyway, you know, my electricity, my cable, like that I can actually work from, you know, my laptop. So I started correcting those thoughts, listening to hypnosis audios and really making embodiment a huge, the main piece of it. And I started asking myself, like, how does that most abundant version of me show up in her life? And that was a game changer for me because I realized, whoa, there are definitely ways where I'm not showing up as that version of me. That version of me wouldn't be like spending hours thinking these shitty stories. That version of me would make her bed in the morning, even simple things like that, you know, um, and so I started really embodying that version of me and no, and, and really understanding that it's already done. Like everything's already done. Um, everything that you desire is already exists. And it's really just a matter of you embodying the version of you who has it. And I know that's much easier said than done. That's why there's these tools like EFT hypnosis, you know, understanding how to reprogram your unconscious mind but you can still do that stuff while you embody, like, you know, it's a practice. You, you embody the, the most abundant you. And in those moments where you feel a little, you know, funky things come up or you're feeling down about something, then you just take the time to either be with that, to understand what tools to use or to just like feel it and to like let yourself process whatever's coming up. Um, but ultimately you can still be and embody your most abundant self by getting clear about what that looks like and, and continuing to do so as you grow. I love that. Loved it so much. One last thing, Stephanie, what is one last thing on your heart that you would love the one who is still on her journey, still facing her fears and scarcity? What is the one thing you want her to know? That you are enough. You were born worthy 
And, you know, there we're all on a journey. None of us have it all figured out. <laughs> None of us never have fears or doubts. That's, that's, you know, a lie. You are limitless. You're worthy. You're deserving to be, do and have it all. And it's already done. And so the best thing that you can do is fuel your desires with your thoughts, feelings, emotions, see, hear, and feel it in your mind, connect to it, like walk into your day. Like you, it's already done. Like, and just like get it into every cell of your being through your energy. That's how literally how powerful you are. And that's what I really hope you remember every day. Mm, that is beautiful. Like, I'm so happy that this is recorded because then they can go to the end of this recording and just play it. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful reminder. And besides your Instagram, where I love witnessing you, uh, what are some other places online that you love hanging out with people? Yeah. Well, Instagram is my fave. I also have my spiritual boss babes group on Facebook. There's like 30,000 women in there. It's huge. Um, So Spiritual Boss Babes on Facebook. Um, I got my podcast. If anyone wants to take a listen, Spiritual Boss Babe podcast. Um, and I do have a free hypnosis if uh, that's cool. I have, um, there's like 11 journaling prompts to bust through money blocks mm -hmm. and an abundance hypnosis. So you can get that at spiritualbossbabe.com slash 11 prompts. So just the number 11 prompts, like journal prompts. Got it. And then, uh, yeah. And you can listen to the abundance hypnosis as often as you want. It's super powerful. It's amazing. I love it. It's free. Yeah. Yep. yep. I love that. Stephanie, thank you so much, not only for today and your time that you invested, but also for your work and everything that you're showing other people that it's really possible and really living in and walking your purpose. Mm, thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Mm -hmm.